Hello, and welcome back to the Room Madness podcast, the podcast for everyone who is crazy about rheumatology. My name is David Leverance, and I'm a rheumatologist specializing in medical education, quality improvement, corny jokes, and sharing my over-exuberant enthusiasm about rheumatology with others. We are so glad you're here. Tonight is a special wrap-up episode and thank you episode, where we are going to take a few minutes to reflect on our first year of Room Madness and discuss what's next. And I am so delighted to be joined for this discussion by so many members of the Room Madness leadership team, as well as one of the main mentors who really helped make this all possible. Um, We unfortunately do not have uh, Lisa Cristioni with us tonight. Uh, Dr. Lisa Cristioni Schreiber is one of the other major mentors who made this all possible. She is an incredible rheumatologist, educator, collaborator, extraordinaire, and you heard her on the last episode. Um, But... uh, Thank you very much, Lisa, for everything you did to help make this possible. But I also want to welcome uh, Dr. Matt Sparks, who uh, has been one of the other mentors helping us through this project. Uh, He is the creator of Neff Madness, after which Room Madness has been modeled. And we're so thankful, first of all, Matt, that you let us play your game and learn from it. Uh, But thank you for joining us tonight as well. Thanks for inviting me. And I'm really excited to be here. I'm Matt Sparks. I'm a nephrologist at Duke. And I also the co-creator of Neff Madness uh, currently in its ninth year. And I'm so excited to see the success of Rue Madness. And I attempted to dip my toe in a little bit of the banter and uh, quickly uh, got out of the uh, banter, learned a lot, and I absolutely just loved it. Yeah, thanks, Matt. Uh, yeah, we sometime we'll have to ask you how your bracket did, but we'll get to that later. I, I might have uh, been close to the very last. <laughs> <laughs> my yes. dad crushed me. I mean, it was bad. It's awesome. Uh, and my brother was on the, the room. Uh, what was it the blue ribbon panel? The yep the, the room the, ribbon panel. The room ribbon panel. Yeah. Well, and that really just goes to show you. Yeah. So so Matt's brother is uh, Jeff Sparks, who is one of our room ribbon panel members, and this just absolutely goes to show you there is absolutely no uh, preference or there's no insider trading here. Uh, it was top secret, although it is possible Jeff could have voted, could have known what you picked and voted the opposite. So well, that's... you can see how our Thanksgivings are right now. <laughs> I mean, it's just a basically all out war. Love it. <laughs> so, yeah, but we're also thankful uh, for the really the involvement and um, uh, uh, presence here tonight of really the full Room Madness leadership team. I don't know if we've had a podcast where all four of you have been on together. So we have Guy Katz, Aki Udupa, Alan Witt, and Didam Sagan, um, the four people who really helped make this happen um, on this Room Madness leadership team. So all of you, thank you so much for being here again tonight. Thanks for having us. Yes, it's great hello. to be here. Yeah, thanks. Fantastic. So we are going to spend just a few minutes tonight reflecting on the tournament and how it went and what you all think. But I do just want to start with some thank yous because... This was a big project, and there were a lot of people involved who helped this happen. And the first people I want to thank are you all on this podcast with us. Again, I just none of this would have been possible without your enthusiasm, participation, organization. You all have no idea how many emails and after hours, evenings these people spent. Um, uh, they gave us a lot of their time. And so we're really thankful that uh, they were here with us um, to help us uh, make this tournament. Um, but I also want to thank some other people who um, really helped this happen in that um, 
This project took uh, some funding to make it happen. And in particular, this project is funded by the Rheumatology Research Foundation, um, who awarded the Clinician Scholar Educator Award for this project. And just want to say big thank you to the RRF for that award. We really also are so thankful for the 14 fellowship programs and more than 40 fellows who created the scouting reports for the teams in this tournament. I know we've said it a lot before, but um, those scouting reports were incredible and they were really one of the stars of Room Madness. Um, I think by now most people know who, which concept won Room Madness and which participant won Room Madness. Um, but really, I think the overwhelming uh, majority of people think that the scouting reports were the real winners of Room Madness. So those were awesome. Thank you all uh, for making those. That was fantastic to see the rheumatology fellows educating the rheumatology community. And then uh, finally, we just also want to say thank you to all of you who are listening for playing. Uh, Room Madness is a collaborative learning uh, experience. And it is not possible to learn together unless we're together. And so you all played, you all debated, you discussed, you engaged, um, and you taught each other along the way. And so we're so thankful um, to have this rheumatology community who um, helped put this together. So uh, we are recording this the night after the final round was released. We, um, since our last podcast, had the, in, uh, the IgG4 rounds, which is our version of the final four, and the interleukin two which is our version of the championship. And at the end of the day, the dust has settled and a Vacapan has won as the winning concept. Um, there are many, many, many tears of joy and many tears of, of sadness about this. Um, but also we happen to have with us here tonight, the winner of Room Madness, the boss, Room Boss, who today on Twitter revealed herself to be the winner of Room Madness. So Aki Udupa, that was amazing. Thank you, David. I uh, have made it clear that I'm not thrilled that my name has garnered so much attention. <laughs> I was uh, definitely uh, very confident that I was not going to win. So I did not put effort into the name, the alias that I gave myself. So Room Boss it is. This is going to stick forever, I think, and I'll never be able to get rid of it. Um, I'm, re I'm really thrilled and excited, but, uh, I've just got to say, I'm like very, it's uncertain of how it ended up, uh, being this way. So, um, I'm just thankful for the experience. I learned a lot and on, and this, this should be, uh, assigned to everybody who participates in this ever in the future that if I can win this, you can win this. That's, that's what <laughs> I have to say. I have an idea. You can. Uh, change your NIH reporter name to Room Boss. Yeah, nice. it's very professional. See how, see how that flies on the next. Yeah. <laughs> see, yeah, you you can get a grant. You you know you won Room Madness, so that's a good. Should I get a tattoo? Is this the moment? Hey, <laughs> tattoos and and sorry, Room Madness go together. You know that's uh, eventually it will meld into tattoos. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so uh, Matt Sparks is famous for getting a tattoo of a hagfish for the Animal House region of Neff Madness. So uh, that's where Room Madness is heading, in case you all want to know. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah, that, that's what you call it, a jump shark. Interestingly well, enough, yeah, jumping shark is an apt, jumping hagfish, I guess is what we say. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
Well, I do want to say briefly, just in case there's any questions out there. So, okay, Aki's been on this podcast before. She's on our leadership team and she won the tournament. What does that mean? Did she have any insider knowledge into the blue ribbon panel voting uh, to fill out this perfect bracket? Aki, did you know anything ahead of time when you fill out this bracket? Definitely not. (laughs) (laughs) So, yes. So just in case there are any questions, um, I am the only one who knew any votes ahead of time. Uh, So none of the other members of the leadership team um, uh, knew. And this is just too fun of a tournament for them to not get to play themselves. So I'm glad I'm glad she participated. I'm glad she won. And uh, it was a legit win. And uh, really, all you have to do is look to the performance of Didum Guy and uh, <laughs> and Matt also. I mean, really. <laughs> Wait, what is it? 103 brackets? I think I was 102. <laughs> I'm pretty indifferent about the whole situation. <laughs> yeah. Well, we what were tell- you? We can tell how indifferent you are by your takes on Twitter of how 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 you were just totally fine losing. Yeah, completely fine. Completely. What was, fine. And what was your uh, rank? I was forty third. Not that anyone's good. keeping track. I would. I would be excited about twenty five. Needham, twenty five. Yeah, yeah, that's that awesome. Really good. Well, and, and also, you know, Didum uh, is from uh, University of Chicago and you all wrote the scouting report for the FAST study, which made it to the final and it did get crushed by a back of hand completely. <laughs> <laughs> but that is not because your scouting report was not awesome. Your scouting report was fantastic. So uh, <laughs> it was great educational. It just happened to be matched up against a back of hand. Yeah. You know, and I'm a Baylor alum. And so, you know, I, I have to say it was Avacapan was kind of like Baylor, just really gathering steam throughout the tournament <laughs> until just utterly destroying its component, its opponent at the end. So, you know, I had to get a little Baylor shout out there. I live in Duke basketball land, so it's exciting to be a Baylor fan right now. So, okay. So, all right. Thanks. Thanks, Aki, for winning. You are a boss. Uh, and but there any what? prizes? No, <laughs> no prizes at no, all. You get nothing. Hey, I, I can bring some hagfish tattoos for you. <laughs> oh, that's what I've always wanted. <laughs> that's oh. awesome. You get. Is anybody going to give a compliment to Vacapan? So sorry, yeah. actually, it's anti-compliment. <laughs> oh, sorry, had to do it. <laughs> Oh, wow. wow. I was not ready for that. No. Yeah. <laughs> That's incredible. <laughs> Thank you, Matt. I, really, oh, this is why on. we had you on. <laughs> so, okay. Other, uh, just, this is the time. I just want to invite you guys. Tell us, you know, what are your major reflections on this first year of Rheumatis? What was this like for you all? I had so much fun. I learned so much. Um, but what, what was this tournament like for you all as uh, members of the leadership team? I can maybe start. So you thank everyone, but you didn't thank you thank yourselves. So I think we all should thank you for creating room madness for rheumatology fellows, residents, for all rheumatology community. I think this was a wonderful learning experience for me and also for my co-fellows. Writing scouting report was so much fun. It was a great again learning experience because you really have to summarize the paper in a concise way, forces you to think about current and future clinical implications. So it was, it was wonderful. 
um, and also reading the other scouting reports. It was it was great learning experience for me. And other than that, I guess I got to be friends with Aki, the roommate, <laughs> boss, room boss. And I'm I feel like I met so many people on Twitter, residents, you know, fellows from different programs. Um, so overall, this was a great experience. And I hope in the future, maybe uh, if ACR happens to be in person, we can do like a room madness get together and really meet these people in person. Oh, that'd be so fun. Thanks, Deedam. Yeah, we're so thankful you were a part of this. And yeah, I loved meeting people um, throughout the course of doing this tournament. So absolutely. Um, I can go next. Uh, I'm Alan Witt. I'm a resident. Uh, that helped out on the leadership team. Um, and Aki, just to let you know, I know a good tattoo artist um, who can do some mock-ups for you for your room boss tattoo. Uh, I was going to say t-shirt, but you know, you jump straight to tattoo, so you can roll with it. Um, now, I mean, as a, it's been a really amazing experience as a resident. I feel like I've really had this insider look at, you know, how rheumatologists and fellows are, are who are rheumatologists essentially are thinking about these topics um, and more so than just like reading the papers because you can read the papers, but you don't get a sense for how uh, it's really going to change practice without that dialogue that you see online. And, um, and also the scouting reports, I think the way they're formatted, you know, it, it, it makes you make a statement on uh, how important this topic is in relation to the other current, topics out there um and that's probably like the best moment for me was at work getting to work on a scouting report for this um the, the uk frost study which i still think was giving the cold shoulder a little bit uh out in the first round but um but that's okay i'm over it um you say cold <laughs> shoulder yeah well i, I use that yeah, i have the milk one for, for all i can anyway <laughs> um yeah, that was probably the best part for me. I, I think that actually the format for the scouting reports is a great one for just like approaching any paper in general or topic, like when you're trying to get your head wrapped around it for a resident, you know, because it's like low pressure, low stakes. It's like, okay, summarize it. Why is it important? You know, what, how does it stack up against other topics in that field? So, um, yeah, that was, it was really a great experience. Fantastic. Thanks, Alan. Yeah, I, you know, it came out during the, the tournament that puns, pun, number of puns per scouting report was an important, important metric uh, during the tournament for success of the scouting reports. And you, you did a good job with that one. Uh, but also just thank you as a resident to be on this leadership team. I said this in on the Twitter thread, but, you know, for everyone on this leadership team, it takes a special kind of bravery to still be a trainee um, and to educate the rheumatology community. I mean, this is for everyone from attendings down to medical students. So you all, you know, we're educating others and you're a resident. You haven't even trained in rheumatology yet. And yet you were willing to come on here and share your thoughts and opinions, which was wonderful. And I know from communications from participants that that was really appreciated, especially from resident members and others. So thank you for doing this. I have to echo what everyone else has said. It's been so wonderful to see the whole rheumatology community coming together. Uh, I feel like it, it just happened overnight. As soon as the, the whole tournament started, uh, we just had people from all over the country and uh, just everyone coming together and having 
uh, nice conversations about all of this, talking about the scouting reports, which were just incredible, so fun to read and so fun to be a part of uh, putting putting together. Um, so that that's just been it, it was it was such a wonderful experience to watch all of that and to be a part of that. Um, I found it especially interesting how different people's brackets were. You know, it, it's a simple enough thing to think about, but um, you know. There, there were brackets that had, I think, every team winning, um, or, or at least close to it. There, there were a lot of really different opinions about what's the most important thing that's happened in rheumatology, and uh, seeing people argue those those points and bring up really good points and explain why their their thoughts make more sense than other people's is uh, it was just a really fun it was a really fun thing to witness, um, and I also just want to say. Uh, that it was a nice surprise that if you're you're loud enough on Twitter, you might be approached by a, an NIH research team. Yeah, that's true. You just got adopted into <laughs> into a lab <laughs> on Twitter yesterday. Is what what seemed like it happened. So congratulations on your appointment. I guess it's really exciting. <laughs> Thanks. It's a it's a Twitter appointment, but I'm taking it. <laughs> totally, that goes on the CV for sure. <laughs> what about you, Aki? I am just so humbled and impressed by how you took this very kind of what seemed initially as kind of a small scale idea and made it into this like massive scale project. And it just shows what you can do with medical education and what an impact you can have on so many learners. And as someone who's like, slowly inching towards a goal of becoming a clinician educator, it just shows what you're able to do and how uh, impactful you can be, how many, how many learners you can reach and how you can all work together and kind of learn from each other. So it just kind of opened up my eyes to the possibilities. I don't mean to be cheesy, but that's, that's kind of how I feel about it, you know? I love it, Aki. And I know from personal experience that you are a fantastic educator and uh, more than just in your involvement on this uh, leadership team, but in your day-to-day practice and uh, participation in our program. And I'm so excited to see what you're going to do. So um, your, your participation was needed and wonderful. Um, thank you. And all right, Matt, Maker of Neff Madness. Uh, yeah. what, do you, what do you think about what we did? I don't know. Uh, I, I mean, gotta... to me, this is just amazing to hear this. Uh, I mean, these are a lot of the things that we recognized early on. And, you know, we had a discussion a few days ago that, that we probably could have talked all day, but I think it goes to show that like learning happens best when everybody is engaged. There's a social aspect to it. Um, people are welcoming People want to hear different opinions, uh, and you start to see this groundswell of just excitement, and getting to know people is a really big part of that. And I think for me as a resident and a fellow, I was super isolated in my program, and sometimes you don't really get a sense for what's happening in the entire community. And, And this just basically, I see it as the national meeting or international meeting that occurs in social space. And, and so we recognized early on that that was something that we really needed to fan the flame on. 
And that's when we double down on the NEF Madness parties, where fellowship programs would come together and do their brackets, uh, people from all over the country. I remember one moment in particular that was just amazing is that there was a nephrology program uh, in Poland that had a NEF Madness party, and a local newspaper came and covered it. And the uh, entire uh, print up was in Polish, except for the word Nef Madness. And I just thought like, that's amazing. <laughs> I but I, I'm just honestly like hearing this makes me, I mean, sometimes I feel like, well, maybe this is an isolated thing. And, uh, and I know that, I mean, I've been involved with uh, the room Twitter community for a while. And it's just like, I, I finally saw like a light clicked. And, and maybe that's one of the things that we, we look at nephrology Nef Madness was a big sort of uh, impetus to create Nef Twitter. And now I'm just loving to see this in rheumatology. I think, I feel like it's, it's getting ready to just take off. Well, thanks, Matt. And we, uh, I, I cannot wait to see Room Madness in, in a Polish newspaper. We'll see what happens, but that'd be amazing. Uh, you know, I mean, I, I just want to say thank you for sharing um, your this 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 project with us. Um, there are a lot of people that would have said, "Look, we made this. This is ours." And you were just like from the get go, like, "Yes, do this, do it. This is how we did it. Here's some ideas. Please, you know." I mean, you just were so willing to meet and talk and uh, answer emails and um, tell me how to get data and all of this. So, just thank you. Um, You're welcome. I, I can think back to the meeting in my office pre-COVID a couple of years ago. You and a while ago. came in and, uh, you know, showed you all the Neff Madness swag. And, and, you know, a lot, a lot of people have said, hey, I want to do this in their specialty or their field. And, and, th and then after I talk to them, they usually say, well, maybe not. Uh, it's a lot of work and you guys know it, uh, but it is so worth it. And also, what I love about it is that I, I'm a huge proponent of grassroots efforts, and you can't get more grassroots than this. The fellowship programs are making the brackets. The, a resident is involved in the team. And so to me, grassroots re efforts are, are so much more impactful, richer, and more meaningful than any top-down approach. Thanks so much, Matt. Well, so it has been so fun reflecting on this tournament. It has been so fun um, making this and playing uh, this tournament and be, just having a, having a fun time with you all. I, I'm so thankful and thanks for sharing. Um, I do just want to end by um, highlighting a few things about how this tournament went and um, give everyone some ideas of what's going to happen next. So first of all, we have highlighted Room Boss as winning, but she was not the only person to have a great score. We had No Room for Error, who came in second. We had Made the Best Man Win, who came in third. Uh, we had uh, Sunid McGuire and uh, Advocate uh, for the win, FTW, um, who came in a tie for fourth. So congrats to those brackets for doing so well. I also just want to say I really love that actually the CCHMC Peds Room Fellows actually came together and filled out a bracket together um, and submitted it together. And they actually did quite well. They came in 14th place. So um, some ideas for future years is, um, you know, everybody uh, maybe submit just like Neff Madness does. You can submit a couple brackets and maybe you submit your individual one and then maybe come together as a, as a program. Um, you know, you're either a group practice or you're a group of fellows or you're a resident interest group and you make a bracket together. That'd be really fun. Um, but uh, this was so engaging. I just want to share with you all as of 
10 a.m. this morning, you know, we already know we had 105 bracket submissions, the scouting reports, but on Twitter, um, so far we have had 472 tweets, 224 retweets, 102 users, and 2.3 million impressions. Um, we had 81 in the Facebook group. We had over 2,000 podcast downloads. We had listeners from five different continents. Uh, on the website, there were 1,300 different users and over 5,000 page views. Um, and actually, we know the number of times that people came on and read the scouting reports on the website. And there was an average of 96 page views per scouting report. Um, the average time somebody read was two to three minutes. So we actually know you really did read them. Um, <laughs> um, just in case anybody's wondering, the top one was bulimimab for lupus nephritis. That was the first one. So I think that's why people clicked it. But after that, so Samira was the second um, most read um, from Allegheny Health Network. And congratulations to them. They wrote a really fantastic scouting report. And the FAST study scouting report, uh, Didum, yeah, was the, was the third most read. It, was, it came in at 138 uh, views. So just um, all of them were read. And just if you made a scouting report, it did not go out into the void. Um, people read these. People learned from them. Thank you for making them. So, you know, what's next? Um, so first of all, if you submitted a bracket as of um, this morning, you probably received a Qualtrics survey from me. Uh, we are looking for your feedback. It is not a required survey, but we would love to hear from you. And that includes everyone, no matter if you were heavily involved on social media, really tweeting a lot, or you aren't even on social media at all, and you just submitted a bracket last minute. We still want to know your experience because we want to make this a better experience moving forward. So thank you if you've already responded. If you have not, uh, please take the time if you don't mind. We think it'll take five to eight minutes. Um, but we are going to do this again, and the planning starts now. So first of all, if you had fun and you want to participate in making this, just reach out to me. Uh, my email's on the website. Um, you can find my emails on the, uh, it'll be in the show notes of this podcast. Um, there's a place for everyone to participate in making this tournament. Um, uh, as Matt said, it's a grassroots effort. So we would love for your participation. We've already had several volunteers already to start trying to include some pediatric rheumatology into the tournament, which I think is a fantastic idea. We would love to do that. Um, and then also just moving forward, what we really want to work on is moving the teams from being individual studies to being more complex concepts. So really getting more at uh, combining these complex concepts together. And we'll have more on that um, moving forward. But um, this is really fun. And um, we are just so thankful for you listening, participating, engaging with us and learning together. Um, I am so thankful again for everyone to be that was that joined us for this podcast here tonight. Um, thank you all for doing this. And um, we are looking forward to next year's tournament. 